0: Welcome to Self-Worth Club, the podcast designed to help you embrace your inner courage and unleash limitless potential. I'm here to guide women like you in rising above self-doubt, cultivating unwavering self-belief, and fearlessly embracing change. Each episode provides you with tools and guidance for your journey towards empowerment and building a life you feel truly fulfilled by so, join me on this transformative path toward a life you adore where belief in yourself opens doors to endless possibilities. Hello, welcome back to Self Worth Club. I'm your host, Zoe. And I hope you've had a great week. Today, we're going to dive right in and talk about finding your purpose. I think the notion of finding your purpose, finding your passion, what you're meant to do here on this earth, is extremely misleading and overall ends up being really discouraging for most people. People who feel like they've been searching their whole lives for this answer, the almighty, elusive life purpose, and they just can't seem to find it. I believe that by developing your passions, that will lead you towards what you feel is your life's purpose and what feels fulfilling to you. I also believe that we have many different paths in life and therefore many different purposes that we can fulfill. And to that note, I think that there might be seasons for each one as well. We go through so many different seasons in our life. What well, is it crazy to think that we might have different roles to fill within each, different purposes to fulfill? Think about that. You could spend the first 10 years of your adult life doing something that completely lights you up, challenges you in all the right ways, makes you feel like you're out there fulfilling your purpose, but then year 11, life changes. Maybe you start a family and your priorities and perspectives shift too it's completely reasonable to go back to the drawing board and find another passion or interest that you'd like to cultivate into a meaningful purpose for you and your life in that season. And a lot of the times, like when people think about life purpose, that's directly related to their career and what they're doing for a living. So I'll be drawing that line a lot. But Too often, I see people get caught up in a one-track mind. And I need to remind you right here, right now, this is so important. We are ever evolving beings living on an ever-changing planet in an unpredictable, always-changing world. Don't fear the change. Embrace it. This is how you thrive you are on a never-ending journey yourself of learning, growth, and change. So have fun with it, dude. Now, let's get into passion. Passion isn't something you have or find. It's something you develop, actually. And in this episode, I'm going to take you through the six characteristics of passion development. So, First, passion usually develops accidentally. It begins as an interest or an inclination. You have an unintended experience usually that triggers intrigue, whether it's a science fair experiment when you're young in elementary school or a guest speaker in high school or an enthusiastic college professor who made an otherwise super uninteresting, unappealing topic suddenly magical to you. And that happened to me once in college. While I wouldn't say that I was uninterested in it in the first place, I will say that I really had no idea just how interesting it would be to me once I was in it. It was an Asian religion study course that was world-opening to me, honestly. Growing up, I never felt that I like completely gelled with one religion, one way of thinking, and out of either fear, embarrassment, shame, or maybe a mix, I swept that world under the rug for as long as possible until I chose to take this class for whatever reason. Like, it was random. It was an extra one that I needed in this specific, like, type of study. And I was just like, hmm, could be cool. Let's take it. Check the books. Um, and so it really opened for me It opened me up to the world of spirituality, um, defining what I believed in, and seeing the overlap in all of these different religions and spiritual practices that made me feel like for the first time, it was okay to pick and choose different parts of what I believed in. It was okay for me to be different, to think different and i continued on being the person who created their own answers after that so whatever light bulb moment this was for you and again it may have been so long ago that and it could be something so small that you overlook it at first but once this interest is triggered you need to follow the impulse and look into it so Maybe you need to draw a map of your life. Go back to the things you were interested in in your childhood and start exploring those if you feel like you're still looking for that thing that lights you up to follow. Um, and we'll, we'll get a little deeper into lights you up. Like, that. it's tricky here. But what I'm saying is you could have overlooked it. So look back at the small things that you felt right with joy. And sometimes the interests fade, and other times you continue to seek out and learn more and experience it again and again. Number two, the second characteristic of passion development is that passion takes encouragement and exposure. In most cases, the initial encounter with the object of interest isn't enough to seal the deal of passion. In other words, it's usually not love at first sight. It typically takes multiple events and experiences that re trigger your interest over time. So, having a mentor or coach or parent when you're young, encouraging that further exploration and future exposure is often the catalyst for people uh, that's needed to anchor that stronger interest in the topic. As a coach, this is something that I dive deep into with my clients, and I'm really able to study their answers and even their body language as we talk about their past experiences, current goals, and future wants, so I can help them identify what they're truly interested in and what might be just a hobby or even a want that society has put into their head, which is very common. You'd be surprised How many times I find someone who says they want one thing, and then we uncover that's actually something they think they should want, not what they actually want. It's wild. Um, And, you know, with that, with, like, having gone with an interest that doesn't actually align with your core values and principles um, it's tough, <laughs> it's tough figuring that out, um, and really, like, having that self-exploration to figure out how you truly feel and what you truly want, but you have to go for it, you have to dive in, and I know it can be scary, so, like, look back at your life and try to figure this out, or, you know, maybe you feel like, what if I am doing the wrong thing, you know, I don't, I don't want to go through switching my life, like, We are naturally hardwired to crave comfort, to seek out what we know and what we're comfortable with, not hardwired for happiness, for finding more of it. And that's a crazy realization. You're responsible for that. You've got to take control over your life and more ownership over knowing yourself and what you want so you can go after it and not just be another cog in the machine. You're listening to this podcast, so I know that's not who you want to be. All right, principle three, and it's a kicker. Passion isn't always enjoyable. So passion does begin by following interests that are intrinsically enjoyable, and you continue to follow interests because you enjoy what you're doing. However, as your interests begin to develop into a passion, you get more involved and it becomes more challenging. So, there might even be aspects of the activity that you don't like or that feel like a tour, but as the level of passion develops, the benefits start to outweigh the costs. So, something to keep in mind on your journey. In principle four, passion doesn't require talent or skill. Am I blowing your mind right now? At first, by definition, Um, so, sorry, by definition, when we're first beginning anything, it starts out as something we're not good at, right? And this is the part that I think throws a lot of people off and keeps you in that never-ending search for your passion and your purpose, feeling like you haven't found it. Passion has to start with play, a willingness to explore for curiosity's sake and not for the reward of being good at it, and that's tough. You know, this is one of the things that holds people back from developing their passions. They're unwilling to do something they're bad at, and more so to keep at it. Even in the situations where some level of natural ability might be required, true skill and talent are developed over time. So take your time and dive in if you find something interesting. Don't be afraid to work for it and don't expect it to just fall from the sky into your lap. And that brings me to principle five. Passion takes practice. In order for proficiency to develop, which invites a deeper level of exploration and further develops that passion, time and effort have to be applied. For an interest to develop into a passion, the knowledge or activity have to become second nature to you. A skill or expertise has to be developed. So this ability allows the activity to reach a higher level of enjoyment when it leads to a state of flow. And in order to reach this level of mastery, it takes deliberate practice. Not simply exposure or repetition, but commitment to really improving through hours a day spent dedicated to the endeavor. Think about learning to ride a skateboard, play a sport, or play an instrument. That shit was frustrating with a capital F in the beginning, right? You fell, you scraped up your knees, your elbows, you probably made your parents' ears bleed with that instrument. But as you began to see those sparks of joy and improvement in yourself in that craft, you wanted to keep practicing, right? Just because you're older now doesn't mean that you're going to be great at every new thing you try. It doesn't mean that you should lose that curiosity or that willingness to explore and get better and be bad in the beginning. It's needed for your entire life. And just because you might not have a natural talent for something doesn't mean that your passion, that can't be your passion, turned into your purpose. I hope you get my flow. You cultivate your passion and that helps you find, quote, find your purpose. So last but not least, number six, purpose amplifies passion. When passion is directed towards a higher purpose, a higher level of meaning and fulfillment can be achieved for you. Purpose is the conviction that no matter uh, that but what you're doing matters, because intribly, it's intrically connected to the well-being of other people. You're doing something that supports other people, that helps them thrive, grow, find an answer to a question they have, and that helps you find that fulfillment. When you can see the impact your passionate efforts make, you feel even more strongly about what you do, and it just helps fuel that. And this is how you build your passion and cultivate your purpose. So if you're one of the many people who feel like you've been searching for your purpose for way too long, I hope that this episode gave you a new perspective and understanding of what it really means to find your purpose. You're in the driver's seat. Don't forget it. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I would love, love, love if you could share this on your stories, tag me, share it with a friend. Uh, Or give me a view or review wherever you're listening. Your feedback truly is my fuel to keep going, keep impacting. I'll see you next time. Bye. P.S. If you love the vibes here and got something out of listening today, please screenshot and share on your story. I'd love to be tagged and hear your thoughts. My Instagram for the pod is at underscore self-worth club.